Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Tune in as well. If you want to find us on our brand-new Droid app, you can do so. JiggyJagwire.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 news and past programming information, as well as app-only exclusive shows. And we'll try to be doing some of those when we're in Las Vegas next week for the uh, Adult Video News Awards. Before we go to Mark Davis, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It is a tremendous Indiegogo campaign. Good Mornings Coffee House. Uh, that's right. This comes from Denver, Colorado. I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Good Mornings Coffee House. Getting back to the basics of the community and the art. Helping make their project a reality. This comes from Lynn Baker. A study published in the Journal of Consumer Research showed that noises of coffee shops are conducive to creativity. So why not open a coffee shop? where community and art are the focus. Uh, That's right. For years, coffee houses and art have gone hand in hand. From poetry readings to book clubs to indie movie screenings, it seems that creatives are drawn to the smell of coffee or to something else in the air. Perhaps something less tangible. This connection has come about naturally. And if you think about it, even for just a few moments, it makes a lot of sense. The coffee house is a relaxed environment, but at the same time, the stimulant properties of coffee itself encourage creative endeavors. You can drink coffee. You can sit back and you can wait for inspiration to come coursing through your veins. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search Good Mornings Coffee House. This comes from Denver, Colorado. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got Mark Davis with us today. And Mark, I want to wind you up like a toy and let you go, my friend. Tell me about, uh, first of all, the State of the Union. It took place on Tuesday. Your thoughts on that, my friend? Yes. On Tuesday, uh, we had the State of Disunion. Uh, Obama was portraying his legacy and what he projects to do for the next year. For over an hour, uh, he laid out fact, non-factual information that he considered to be fact uh, about what he's achieved, including but not limited, eliminating oil imports uh, by 60%, which if the fact checker was available, they know that's not true. But of course, there's no fact checkers for left-wingers, only for right-wingers, as we know. What Obama said on that night uh, doesn't jive with reality, and it was a fantasy, as was pointed out last night in the uh, debate, the very excellent debate we had on the Republican side. So Obama has approximately a year more, and he can still do a lot of damage, as he's projecting to use more executive orders, as he, as he mentioned in the uh, speech, or whatever that was called, the soliloquy, on uh, Tuesday. As people noticed, uh, during that uh, so-called speech, the applause was very tepid. The audience uh, applied whatever they could just for respectful purposes. You know, there were no major standing ovations or anything that would show uh, an accolade for this president. Because this president is taking the country down, and it's very sad what he's done. And uh, there's not much more to say about the speech other than it was pretty weak. And Nikki Haley gave the retort. Uh, she's the governor of South Carolina. But 
She went after Donald Trump in a very evasive way, in a very cloistered way. And uh, Trump actually turned it around and said he agreed with Nikki said that Nikki said he was a very uh, mad person, very upset person. And Trump agreed. He's very upset that the unemployment rates in this country are high, that 94 million people are out of work or not looking for work at this time, and that the 5 or 6 percent portrayal of unemployment is completely untrue. So Nikki Haley uh, is a rhino by any stretch of the imagination. Again, she's the governor of South Carolina. Last night, what we heard was the uh, a great debate, uh, the, the primary debate that Cook took about uh, two and a half hours from 9 a.m. I thought 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. And we heard a lot of information from Ted Cruz, Rubio, and Donald Trump, who are the three leading uh, candidates right now. Trump is at the top of the hill, Cruz is second, and Rubio is third. I haven't trusted Rubio because he's been a rhino on many uh, issues, including but not limited to immigration. And if he had his way, he probably would allow a lot more in even than Obama, as he tried to do in 2013 with some legislation. Donald Trump went after Cruz, and Cruz came right back at him over issues about how New Yorkers are and New Yorkers' values, and and Donald Trump came right back and said, look what they did during uh, the World Trade Center Collapse and Terror Act. And this is something that people need to understand. Cruz is an excellent has an excellent mind, he's almost at a brilliant level, but there are inequities in his background that may lead him away from becoming nominee for the party, including where he was born or who he was born to, uh, to make him a citizen. So there's issues out there. Donald Trump uh, exploited that, and he went further with him. We cannot have a potential nominee with any questions on his head, meaning uh, Cruz. So, uh, it was a good debate, though. A lot of information came up, and people uh, saw the candidates for what they were. I don't believe uh, uh, Bush would uh, be a good candidate right now. His ratings are very low, and he's not the person that we, we need. He's very weak and timid. So uh, we have a lot of things that we look forward to in the next few weeks. In 17 days, the Iowa caucuses will be there, which is not a real primary. Just a lot of people get together on both sides of the aisle and then come together and draw straws who they feel would be the best candidates. Right now, Cruz leads slightly uh, against Trump in, in this uh, election. Just in Iowa and the rest of the uh, states, Trump is ahead, and fortunately so. We've got Mark Davis with us today. He has the great book, Obamacare, Dead on Arrival. And uh, one of the things that... Uh, I think is going to backfire on Hillary. It already has started to backfire on Hillary. Is uh, she is she is scared to death of Bernie Sanders, much like the Republicans are scared to death of Donald Trump. And we talk about it all the time on this program. Um, the other day, Hillary she came out and she said, "Well, if Bernie Sanders gets elected, he's going to take away your health care." And my reaction to that is, "Good, <laughs> take it away. The system sucks." <laughs> Let me tell people what, what Bernie's background is. Bernie originally came from Brooklyn, New York. As people know, uh, New York City is going liberal for some reason. I still don't understand. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York as well. Uh, he moved to Vermont and he became uh, the representative from Vermont, a congressional representative from Vermont. Up there. Bernie Sanders is an ardent socialist. He wants everything controlled by the government. He wants everything being given away free. He doesn't 
Afghanistan, we're approaching a $20 trillion budget deficit. He's promised free college, free, free everything. It just doesn't work. And Hillary, to top him, is promising even more. And it, it's completely crazy what these two are projecting to do to the nation if they get in uh, one of the other as president. Now, uh, Bernie Sanders is inching up on on the national polls. And in some polls, there's only a 7% difference to leading at this point in time. So we have a 74-year-old Bernie Sanders out there. We have a 69-year-old uh, Hillary Clinton. Not saying that people of age cannot be president, yet... Uh, the mindsets are back in the 90s or 80s even. They're not current uh, with the current financial difficulties that are actually facing Washington, D.C. And as people know, uh, today if they looked at the media, the market fell 400 points or nearly 400 points. That means there's a market correction going on at this point in time. That means your homes, your pensions, everything is losing their value as we speak uh, because they've been bloated, I think they've been bloated or heightened them in this administration. That, that shouldn't be. As an example, we have a Facebook worth $94, but doesn't have an infrastructure of maybe, a, a let's say, a billion dollars. But yet, yet, it's valued two to $300 billion. This is the kind of market we have right now. And the correction will take place, and it is taking place right now. But Bernie and um, Hillary do not understand the uh, complexity of the financial market, the Treasury, and how money should be applied. And they will make the debt, if given the chance, $25 trillion. So uh, it's a pretty sad state of affairs. Let's hope a conservative gets in, someone who knows uh, the financial backing of uh, exchanges and things like that. And that's uh, pretty much a summary for what happened this week and what's going on. Now, now, Mark, uh, give, give me your thoughts on this uh, Iranian hostage crisis that took place this week, this uh, situation with these boats and all this stuff. Well, we, there were multiple stories that came out, very interesting stories as well. The latest story is that John Kerry, if this is true, if it's true, and I, I have to emphasize that if it's true, uh, hold the Iranians for help when our boats got stalled in their waters. That is any truth to it. It's a horrific and maybe even a treasonable kind of thing. Instead of calling our own people in, he called boats from Iran to come in. And you saw what happened. They were put on their knees, guns were aimed at their heads. A woman uh, purportedly on the, one of the boats was told to wear a scarf around their head. Uh, completely denigrated our people. And that never would have happened under Ronald Reagan or people who had a note who were on the conservative then. Uh, this may have been a setup, some people were saying. Uh, when we, we purposely stalled our boats in there so the Iranians could come to our aid to make it look like they're the good guys now and so they can get their $150 billion back, uh, which is what the Ayatollah Khomeini wants at this point in time. So this particular item in the news still has to be vetted, and there are multiple stories of how it came about and how it was resolved. And it, there's nobody here to uh, uh, really tell us which direction it went for the truth. We've got Mark Davis joining us today, 16 minutes after the hour. Before we let you go, Mark, uh, what, what, what do you think is going to be some of the big news stories coming up this week? Um, what I think is going to happen, I think more information is going to come out on Hillary's emails. There's a secondary investigation going on. 
we understand that there's 150, 150 FBI agents looking into our background. I believe more information will come out uh, at this point in time. I understand that the uh, Democrats are going to have uh, another go at it in terms of the debate. But we're kind of debating when two people are debating. Uh, the former governor of the of Maryland, he has less than 1%. O'Malley has less than 1% of the vote. So he's going to be out. He's just hanging on uh, for a while. He may fall out in the next week or two as well. And I think the news with the Iranian problem is going to be vetted more deeply and it's going to be make headlines. So we'll see. It's going to be a very interesting seven days. For sure. Well, Mark, I always appreciate your commentary, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you for having me, as always. Have a appreciate day. it. Thank you, man. We're going to take a time out when we come back. Dun-dun-dun. Top of the hour time. We're not top of the hour time. We've got uh, an interesting guest coming up here. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.